Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Here's the 01. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs! I'm happy for them. I just wish it could have happened earlier in the evening. I had to go to bed. <laughs> Why didn't the game start at five? I'm with you. I feel the same way as Jeff. I was watching the Country Music Awards. I was flipping back and forth to the World Series, and I finally went to bed at like what was it, like eleven? I think when they ended up kind of. Yeah, I mean, the last thing I looked at when I when I glanced at my phone, I'm in bed. I'm about to put it down, and then up pops up the alert that they're going into a rain delay. I'm like, oh, this is never going to end. Yeah. And it went until about, I think, one forty in the morning or something like that. Yeah, if you're going to have Thereby a game seven, they reinforcing they did my right. decision to just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they really did do it right. Coming back from a three to one deficit and forcing the game seven and then game seven going into extra innings. Oh, yeah. You know what? Winning a World Series title seems to affect everyone differently. After the game, Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo could hardly get any words out, as you can imagine, if you're them, you know, in that situation. But then, like, Jason Hayward came up and just started talking a mile a minute. Like, he sounded like an auctioneer. I got to play this interview audio. I'm with Chris Bryant. Chris? Oh, man. I, I knew he was fast. I knew how to get rid of it. It's wet out here. The longest game ever. Oh, my. That's one of the best games anybody will ever see. Anthony? That's a game that will be talked about for a long, long time. What was it like to be a part of it? <laughs> I don't know, but it happened. It happened. Chicago, it happened. We did it. We're world champions, Ken. And that's it. We're, we're world champions. I, I can't believe it. Can barely get the words out, right, both of these guys? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with themselves, the players and the fans, because their whole identity for the past how many years <laughs> has been, here we are, we're these lovable losers, haven't won in forever. And then Jason Hayward came up and started talking. Jason Hayward, top of the 10th inning, a rain delay. You call a team meeting. I just had to remind them who they were. <laughs> I just had to remind everybody who we are, who these guys are, what we were coming to get here. Win or lose, we never worry about that. Approaching every day, beginning of every day, we never worry about win or loss. We just worry about how we're going to go out there, have fun, compete, be right there for the guys next to us. And got 25. Do I hear 30? <laughs> so I just had to remind them that, man, I'm, I'm proud of them. I say it all the time, but I'm proud of these guys. 
Go they Cubs, had a go. psychologist on uh, with Lester Holt last night, and he said that it, it's such a surreal feeling for the fans that they really will wake up today and be like, was that a dream? Mm-hmm. It will not feel like it was a real situation. Yeah. They're not going to know what to do with themselves. Such a nail-biter, and I hung in there till the bottom of the eighth inning, and I'm sitting there, and my cats could not be less interested. They're passed out, sound asleep, which I suppose is not unusual for most pets when you're watching television. However, Jen turned me on to a show that aired last night. You sent me video of a tease uh-huh. of a nature show on PBS last night. With which, one of the coolest looking cats I've ever seen. Right. I don't remember what it was. That was a clouded uh, spotted leopard or spot, something. Yeah, like cloud, clouded leopard or something. But anyway. Beautiful cat. Beautiful. And I'm watching this. I turn it on and my cat Gracie is fixated on this and not just for five minutes, like for 40 minutes straight she sat on that couch with her eyes wide open staring at the tv you could see her ears moving with every purr you know they were enhancing the sound Mm -hmm. of the purr Mm -hmm. and you could hear birds chirping in the nature scene Mm -hmm. because i've got surround sound so it 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 feels very real right and you know having a big screen helps too sure but she could not take her eyes off (laughs) the screen funny yeah I posted some pictures of it on my Facebook page. I should probably put them on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page because anybody who's got a an animal, you know, maybe a dog that hears another dog barking or something mm-hmm. that responds to the television. Steve does that to Real Housewives of uh, Orange County. Nice. <laughs> does he really? Perfect. Does he watch? No, <laughs> He's like, hey, ladies. <laughs> Woo-woo. 653 with Jeff and Jen at Q102. So you go on a date and you get blown off and you kind of want to know why? Was there something you did or some some physical part of you that is repulsive? Well, come on now. <laughs> Well, aren't you curious? I mean, well, you're such a nice, charming person. Be- and beautiful. Don't forget beautiful. Am I really beautiful? <laughs> Eliza, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning. Hi. We're just messing with you, but you just Hi. never know with these things. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Things, you know? We've, you don't. We've, we've heard it all here. True. So who's this dude? Where the hell has he been? How long has it been? What's the story? Give us a scoop. I don't know. It's it's. I, I hope he's not repulsed by me. My goodness. Because <laughs> I'm sorry if Jeff scared no, you. No, I'm sure that's not it. But th- these are just no, the things that I, go through I your mind. So I don't know. It's really strange. I don't usually do these things like call in or whatnot. But I really felt the connection, and I'm very curious because we met at a Labor Day party. Yeah. And you know it was a big block party, and he's friends with one of my neighbors, so it's kind of like a friend friend of a friend type of thing uh-huh. so and i don't know my neighbor all that well but you know it was like the old-fashioned way of meeting you know like friend of a friend right and i like you know standard at a party like we kind of spotted each other across the way and we we chatted over the course of the evening you know and like um 
as the party was coming to an end and he was leaving, he asked for my number. So I was like, oh, that's great. You know, he asked for my number and, you know, I was excited to give it to him. So you know, he called me a couple of days later and he asked me on a date. So I was like, great, this is awesome. And he called, he didn't text. Good. So I was like, okay, this is good. Yeah. And, um, you know, dinner and a movie. So I was like, okay, good. So we went to P.F. Chang's, had a nice meal. We had, like, lovely conversation, you know, very normal. Yeah. But, like, exciting. And so, and then we went to see a movie. And um, sometimes I don't know if a movie is the best thing on a first date because you don't get a chance to talk to each other. But, you know, we did the dinner first. So I was like, okay, movie's good. Yeah. And then he chose, like, a total chick flick, which I was like, oh, that was nice of him. Probably it for was, your um, benefit. He was yeah, trying to be nice. I thought that was nice. I'm not always into those movies, but I really like Michael Fassbender, so I was like, oh, okay, let's let's do it. Okay. So it was that new movie called The Light Between the Oceans. Yeah. Never heard of it. It's that new girl, Alicia, I can't, I can never pronounce her last name. That camper from cinema. Oh, yeah, for her, her, exactly. Alicia Vikander? Vikander. Vikander, okay, rhymes with Vikander. Yeah. So anyway, the movie was great, and we had a great time. Cool. So, I mean, I don't know if he likes the movie or not. I mean, he hung in there, which I thought was kind of endearing but you know he was a good sport and like after the movie he walked me to my car kissed me on the cheek he was very gentlemanlike but you could tell that he was contemplating about kissing a little bit more you know but he was like it, it was very sweet you know and he said that he talked to me later and so then I didn't hear from him and I texted him the next day you know to say thank you for such a lovely evening and I haven't heard back from him hmm curious I'm thinking. Jeff is coming up with, yeah, something you could have done that might have repulsed him. I'm thinking. <laughs> Wrong word, repulsed. I know. Isn't that a terrible word? Because you sound so light and bubbly and sweet. I can't imagine, but. What could have possibly. Right. Right? I just don't get it. So. And kudos to you for your description. I thought it was very thorough. Mm-hmm. They're getting the hang of it, Jeff. We've we've done trained them how to <laughs> yes. tell us what happens. You know, and since you brought it up, thank you. Could you please do what Eliza did? Because sometimes when we get the email, we're like, okay, let's kind of stick to what you wrote. Right. So if you get nervous, uh-huh. just keep your email handy. That's true. And if you got to refer to it, that's fine. It'll keep everybody on track. Mm-hmm. So let's do this. We'll take a break and we will call Henry next and see what he thought of Eliza and his date out with her dinner and the movie and Alicia Vikander coming up next <laughs> with Jeff and Jenna Q102. Well, Eliza met Henry at a block party. Henry was a is a friend of a friend and they just i guess one chatted up the other and they started talking they got to know each other a little bit there seemed to be a rapport and he asked her out he i think they exchanged phone numbers and he called her mm-hmm. which is nice to get a phone call once in a while when a man is asking you out on a date do you prefer a phone call or a text jen i'll go with the text in case i'm gonna say no because it's easier uh, to text a no than it is to say a no. right and you can take your time thinking about how yes. you're gonna say no yes nevertheless eliza was impressed <laughs> took her to dinner and a movie they ate a pf chang's got along great then they went to go see that alicia vikander movie something about a light and stars in an ocean or something light between the oceans light, light between, between the oceans after the date, he walked her back to her car and gave her a kiss and that uh, kiss. Was it a kiss on the cheek? Kiss on the cheek. Yep. And then you went on your merry way. But he did say that he would talk to you later. Correct? Yeah. Well, later has come and gone and he has not talked to her. Mm-hmm. So we're calling Henry to see why he's not calling Eliza back. 
Hello. Hi, can we speak to Henry, please? This is? Hey, Henry, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Jeff, Jen, you guys do the... uh, (laughs) 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 You guys are on the radio, right? Yes, sir. We are on the radio. Okay. And we would love this to have you join dating. us on the. This is one of those dating things, right? It's mm-hmm. always, yeah, it, it's always a dating thing. Whenever, whenever we call out, we'd love to have you come on the radio with us if that's cool with you. We promise we won't bite. All right, I just, I just got out of a long-term relationship. It's been a while, but my ex was really, really emotional. I mean, super sensitive. I don't know, Jeff. As a dude, maybe you can understand. Sometimes some women just get really emotional. Oh, I couldn't possibly know what that's like <laughs> working with these two. The type of person that would cry at commercials or anything, the waterworks would just start. Right. And it got to be too much. So I took her to a chick flick, basically almost as a test to see if she was going to start bawling. With chick flick, you know? <laughs> you, you, and, you wanted and, to try to make her cry? Or to see no, if you could. No, I didn't want. I didn't want her to cry. I know it sounds bad, but she but did cry. I, I, she did cry, and not a lot. It wasn't like she was sobbing like my ex. I mean, ironically enough, I ended up going on another date with this other woman, and she was sobbing incontrollably. Oh, it was man. ridiculous, and I was like, "Well, you know what? Maybe I overreacted because it wasn't like. I mean, it was a sad movie, and it was cheesy, but." Yeah. You know, a lot of people were crying or at least tearing up, and it wasn't like Eliza was bawling. I mean, there were some tears, and I could hear her kind of sniffle a little bit. It wasn't, I don't know. But this I, is all about you was, doing your, you're like really trying to avoid any kind of emotion in a relationship, <laughs> it sounds to no, me. No, no, it's not any emotion. I just don't want to get caught up with somebody who is, you know, has the waterworks constantly. It's everything. It's like, oh, my God, there's a stray dog on the street and she starts crying and mm. there's a commercial that comes on and she's crying and I'm like oh just suck it up yeah just I, I know <laughs> you're a woman okay I understand women are a little more emotional but I, I guess know. maybe I, I was a, a little gun shy I have a theory about this kind of stuff like I've said before and I'm making a broad sweeping generalization here about men and women but I think that women often in relationships make the same mistakes by picking the same kind of guy, which is the wrong guy, mm-hmm. whatever that is, you know, if he's emotionally unavailable or, you know, he, he does this or he does that. Whereas with men, when they come out of a relationship and there's something about his ex that they that he that he didn't like, he makes the hell sure the next one does. She may not be a better pick. She may not be a better fit, but he will damn well make sure that she is not that. Which is why when it comes to men and the type they choose, they often go from one extreme to the other. Eliza, are you getting at all upset about all of this that he put you through the ringer like that as a test? <laughs> Hi, Henry. Um, <laughs> little, but we spoke through it and you made that broad sweep of a statement for a generalization of men and women. Yeah. In a way, I understand. I, I'm kind of like a little jolted that I was actually like the guinea pig. Yeah. But I think that it's kind of smart in some ways to really see like, you know, what you want and what you don't want. And, you know. That's funny that you say that because I think women test men all the time. I don't know if we go. To, I don't know if we. In different ways. Right. And I don't think that we set out with a plan. Okay, I'm going to do this. Maybe not. But you're, you but you make behavioral observations. Certainly. And if we, we might, if, if something kind of 
pops up, we might poke it a little bit. So what was it about this movie that moved Yeah. You? How did you feel when? Right. So what does that mean then, Eliza? Does that mean you're open to a second date? I don't know why I'm asking you. We're trying to get a second date out of Henry. Right. Is that even something you would consider, Henry? I'll be completely honest, especially the singing to her response. I think I screwed up. You think you screwed up, meaning you would go on a date with her again? I would go on a date with her again in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess maybe for her even being cool enough to understand that I kind of did, I don't want to say put it to a test, but kind of had a, a little a little test or game or whatever. <laughs> it was a test. That, that says a lot about her already, which makes me realize maybe I did really overreact. Yeah. Uh, Eliza, how do you feel about going on a second date with Henry? Well, Henry, I accept your invitation for a second date, but um, I think you're going to have a test of your own this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we now go. we're talking. <laughs> but let's have fun with it. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I think that that would be very cool, and I did really have a great time. I guess maybe just coming out of something, I was being a little gun-shy, that's all. Okay. Yeah. Well, then let's do this. We will hang up with Henry. We'll set it up with Eliza since she made the initial call, so you'll be hearing from Eliza soon, Henry. And thank you both for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good luck with your game. Let the games begin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care of yourselves. Oh, a good one. Right. Yay. Another date. Yes. So we'd like to make that happen for you, too. If you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back and you want to know what's going on and maybe get us to get them to go out with you again, we can do it. Just give us a call, 513-749-2320 or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Your smartphone or the inside of your car? <laughs> At what age should you stop wearing jeans? And has Jen reached it? Hey! (laughs) It is Thursday, November 3rd of 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is. Your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, you know your smartphone is just filthy, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you take that thing into the bathroom with you. You use it when your hands are dirty, mm-hmm. sweaty. Mm-hmm. Remember my bacteria infection I got on my face from mine? Yes. Oh, I yeah, did. that's right. On my cheek. Covered in nacho cheese. Hmm? It's a cesspool of bacteria. <laughs> and while it may be filthy, your car is significantly filthier. Yeah, filthier. I can kind of believe that. Well, yeah, you, but like the average person, I was surprised Stop. to read this. Well, because you're an admitted, you know, you just kind of toss kind, it in the back yes. and leave it there. It's true. How is it dirtier, though? I mean, if I take my car through the car wash once a month or something, is that not adequate? Well, I guess not. A new study found the average person's car is 2,144% dirtier. <laughs> Than their smartphone. Yeah, that's not just a little bit. While research, when researchers swabbed people's phones and the inside of their cars, the cars had at least 21 times more bacteria per square inch. Our cars are also 55% dirtier than our computer keyboards. But, you know, no one believes it. And I get why. I mean, I'm having a hard time believing it. I'm mm-hmm. looking at the study right now. Only 8% of the people in the study believe that their car might be filled with 
germs. I mean, all you do is, you know, you sit in it. I mean, maybe maybe the steering wheel or the buttons that you press, I could see how those would harbor who knows what. But, but I mean, your feet, too. I yeah. mean, whatever you walked in and tracked into there. And, yeah, I guess. I mean, there's food, there's food all over mine. I'm talking Jacob, you know, spilling Cheerios all over the place. We had a friend one time that her kid, where the kid would sit in the back and they would give them snacks or whatever, under the car seat got infested with ants. Because a lot of parents, I guess, don't think to clean underneath that, mm. and it was mm-hmm. they were everywhere in the car. Ooh. Yep, pretty <laughs> nasty. I, I was eating a cracker that I put cheese on last night, and I'm sitting in one of my chairs, and it was one of those crackers that you just no matter how you bite it, you just can't. <laughs> it's gonna make a it mess. Just, it, it, it crumbles into like ten pieces. It's one of those. You got to shove the whole thing in your mouth if you yeah. want to keep from making a mess. You should, but it's too big to do uh, that. Then why do you buy those? It's the last time I'm gonna You're buy done, them. I'll aren't tell you. You, you betcha. You're gonna show them. You know I it. I know. So <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, and it's getting down into like the crevices and stuff and of the furniture. Yeah, so is it cleaning? Got to stop is it everything. Cleaning day to day. It is. How did you did know you, that? Did you turn off the alarm? No, I did not. That's how we knew that because your phone kept dinging in here just a few minutes ago. <laughs> Did it? Was yeah. it? You didn't oh hear my it? God. No. It went off twice. I was involved. Bling. What are you doing? Jeff grabs his phone, walks into the corner of the studio, and just starts saying random words. Rhubarb. He doesn't want us. No. <laughs> he doesn't want us. We know what the um, code is. If I had to guess, I would say there's two dings on your phone. What They were your cleaning lady texting you, asking you if it was okay to go inside. No, it was too late. They, they that was the second the thing. Off the again? first ding was the alarm going ah. off. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's their safe word. Oh, God. I gotta change it, damn it. Did you change this it? This is what's gonna happen. Anymore? It is bad, isn't it? Police investigate a local DJ home invasion robbery, now suspecting it may have been an inside job. <laughs> but we knew the safe word. <laughs> rhubarb, rhubarb. <laughs> that's a good one. Meanwhile, I'm texting her, and she's like, well, I guess I'm not gonna need that cup of coffee anymore. This poor woman was up till 1 o'clock in the morning watching the World Series last night. And she's like 87 years old. No, she's not that old. No, I don't think so. You're cleaning If she is, she looks pretty good. Oh. No, but I had to stop everything. And, you know, I'm getting out the vacuum and trying to make sure. Because I don't want ants. I mean, all it takes is that one time. And once they're in. Yep, they're in. That's it. But, Fritchie, in answer to your question, though, the people in this survey, they believe their cars were clean, even though the majority of them said that they clean their car once a month. Yeah, that's about what I do. Take yeah. it to the little guys where they run through the vacuum and everything. So, I guess that applies to you, too. Yeah. Is it possible to be too old to wear jeans? I say no. I don't care if you're 90 years old. You hike those suckers up, wear them like your Brooke Shields, baby. If you're comfortable in them. Yeah, I mean, what what are you supposed out. to wear if, you, if you're not wearing jeans? What are you supposed to switch to? Start wearing... I haven't worn pants in three months. Oh, well, yeah, you're wearing leggings. But... <laughs> yeah, but if you're older, what do you wear? Sweatpants? Like my grandma and grandpa always wore jeans or oh, like they those, have those elastic pants. When you get older, you wear slacks. Slack? No. True. Slacks. They don't look half as comfortable. No way. I'm going to switch to chinos. 
I really, I, oh my God. Switching your legs. <laughs> the terminology these men are using. I don't using. even know what Chino Slats is. And Chinos. Just to say another one. Nervous. Culottes. Culottes. Oh, That's a good one. What the hell are they? I don't know. Women wear culottes. I know, but what are they? They're like capris with wide Really baggy. Legs. You want to talk about elephant trunk legs? Really baggy. They're really wide. If you're just standing with your legs together, it almost looks like a skirt. And then yes. you start walking and all of a sudden you realize they're uh, pants. That's what I'm going to switch to. They're, You'd yeah. look good in culottes. No. According to a new survey, people say <laughs> the average age when you should stop wearing jeans is 53. Come on. That's, yeah. Who, I, I always, I always question these. You're too old to wear whatever. It's you in the, should. It's it says who? The Daily Mail. The Daily Mail doesn't know squats. They don't know anything. My I mom and dad are 63 and 64. They still wear jeans every, every day. I mean, my mother, my yeah. parents are 75 and they wear jeans every day. My They're grandparents fine. did. Matthew McConaughey had on grandpa jeans last night at the Country Music Awards. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about all the people that I know that are, you know, in their 70s. And mm-hmm. most of them don't. I mean, I know the people in your lives do, but most of the people that I know, they don't. They actually dress up a little nicer. They're all wearing like button down long sleeve shirts. You know, they wear nice jackets. They're wearing usually Dockers or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Chino, aren't, weren't Chinos like early versions of Dockers before Dockers became been. cool? Like, yeah. but they just came in weird colors like bright red and green. And then they, they were something. Somebody figured out, hey, you know, if we just do like beige. Tan, taupe, <laughs> blue, and black. We might be able to continue selling these. Mm. Uh, we got to take a break. Coming up. Oh, and I got some other less offensive results from the survey real quick before I wrap this up. The average person tries on three pairs when they're shopping for jeans. And 6% of people admit that they have literally burst into tears during the process of trying to find jeans that fit them. <laughs> oh, yeah. When we find a good pair, we wear them for an average of three years, which is about right, because that's, it seems like that's how long. It seems like jeans last, don't last half as long as they used to. But 5% of people wear them for more than 10 years. People wear jeans an average of five times before they wash them. And 5% have worn them to a job interview, a wedding, or a funeral. How often do you guys wash your jeans, if at all? Uh, pro- probably after a few wears. Unless I spilled something on them, which is usually highly likely for me. I spill things. I will wash them if I spilled something on them, but I read a study that said that the bacteria that's found on jeans that have never been washed is no different than bacteria found on jeans that were worn just for one day. One day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Jeff, though. I just Googled about chinos, and they are back in a big way. Are they? Yeah. Men's Complete Guide to Choosing the Perfect Chinos just came out October the 26th. I guess that's what I got to do when I turn 53. Yeah, it does. Hmm. I got a ways to go, but I better start getting used to the idea. (laughs) 7.30, Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 821. Passing showers into the afternoon in the mostly cloudy skies. We'll see a high around 65. Right now, it's 64 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. We're talking about the most embarrassing things that bosses have done at company holiday parties, even though it's not quite holiday party season just yet. we It's coming. We're, we're close. We're pretty close. And according to a new survey, the most embarrassing things that a boss has done, starting a brawl, passing out under a table, <laughs> and publicly quitting the company during the toast. That would be something to see. That's not something you see every day. Mm-mm. Hey, line two. 
Hey. What's the most embarrassing thing you've seen a boss do at a party? Well, this past summer, we were at an event downtown, and there was a lot of drinks flowing, and our boss, Mary, children, tried to get with the beer um, the beer girls. The beer tub girl? Yes. And then um, tried to get with one of the employees, and then it came back the next day. Mm. There was a sexual harassment charge on them. Oh, wow. Not good. Yeah, that'll everybody. Yeah. That'll happen. So, Uncomfortable. You just never think that, that those people, I mean, you just never, you never expect it. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's it's weird seeing them out of their element, especially when they're out of character like that, under the influence mm-hmm. of alcohol. Or I mean, he's a very fun guy. Yeah. Very good-looking guy. Just but, a little too much fun. Yeah. Thank you, Line 2. Good about it. <laughs> no problem. Right. Brad, what's the most embarrassing thing you've seen a boss do at a party? Good morning. All right, so uh, I was training in Middletown, Ohio, and I was uh, a new manager for a concept, and uh, we went out for some drinks after uh, one of our training conferences. And uh, this guy was very professional up to this point, but I tell you what, it was about an hour and a half into it, and he was just probably one of the most belligerent and hostile, volatile individuals I've ever been with. I mean, he fights with people. There's a guy that uh, ordered pizza, and he actually took a piece of the pizza from his box and started eating it. And the guy was sitting there in just utter disbelief. And then he took the pizza that he he'd, he'd a piece of a couple uh, or a couple bites out of and, and threw it back in the box. Yeah, it was it, just the most insane thing I think I've ever seen in my life. You I was know, more comfortable than I've ever been. Alcohol affects people in different ways, and if it affects you in such a way that you are completely out of character and you're confrontational and you're picking fights or you're just doing really belligerent things. Wouldn't you that, shouldn't be drinking. You probably shouldn't be drinking. You should skip it. You're not doing it right. Yeah. You're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Thanks so much. Brad. You too. Have a good one. Angela, what is the most embarrassing thing you have seen a boss do at a party? Um, it wasn't actually at a party, um, but it was at our office. Uh, and the cops showed up because they had a 911 call, um, and they were able to actually trace it back to my boss's office. Apparently, he didn't understand how to dial out using our internal phone system. Uh, oh. <laughs> and he dialed 911. That's not yeah. good. That's <laughs> awesome. Whoops. I'm still trying to learn how to use the copy machine around here. Oh, I gave up. As Fritz will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> You're both awful at it. Oh, yeah. When Nicole, our HR girl, sits right across from all of that equipment, the copy machine and yeah. the fax machine, whenever mm-hmm. she sees me walk into that area, I think she just automatically stands up without well, me having like, to say a word. It looks like a shuttle launching system. <laughs> it does. It doesn't look like a Xerox machine. No. True. It's, it's a very big machine. It is. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Thank you, guys. That's my first thought. I look at that. I'm like, oh, that's big. Oh, that's going to be a problem. It's yeah. it's kind of like that board in front of you, Jeff. There's a lot of buttons that you don't have to touch, but they're there. You yeah, know? I know this 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 control board. Yeah, and maybe sometimes you see it in the morning if you ever watch our Facebook Live at the beginning of the show. It's on there today. It looks huge. It it looks like this monstrous, really complicated piece of equipment. Uh. And it probably is, but I wouldn't know it because I only use like three things on it. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you may not use a lot of the buttons, but if there is one thing pushed in that shouldn't be, then yeah, it may up. take a while to figure it out and it can screw up all kinds of stuff. I know. I was having lunch with my niece last weekend. We were getting caught up and she said, what you been up to? And I told her, I says, you know, I'm, I'm building a little sound booth 
in my closet. You know, it's not really like a studio, but it's it's basically it's like, you know, it's a microphone and I've got some acoustic tiles up on the wall and you know, it would kind of allow me to maybe do some some voice work, you know, maybe some announcing as a as a side job or something. Mm-hmm. And she said, "How's that going?" I go, "I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm trying, I'm buying this equipment and I'm trying to put this stuff together. And like I said, it's not like it's a big, complicated studio. All it is is just a computer, a mic, a processor, an interface, and some wires, and just p- even plugging the speakers in. I clearly don't know." <laughs> What you're doing. She says, you work on radio. How do you not know? I said, we have engineers. Like, the, all we got to do is just, it's like you operating a radio. You don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. You just turn it on and off. And right. play. <laughs> you know, you've never actually had to hook the thing up. Right. Yeah. So that's what we do here. We that turn is kind it of on and we, we turn here. it off. Exactly. I think it's kind of neat that you're building that studio, though, because for as long as I've ever known you, I've never known you to be kind of handy or you would take on a project like that yourself. And it's kind of neat to... So watch you do that. I think that. he might be using the term building very loosely. <laughs> right. Yeah, building, <laughs> assembling, putting he together. He's putting it together, though. I mean, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's the same guy that when he went to hang that picture, he had to rewall his house. And that's why we need to we need to get out the calendar and we need to place bets on the day he calls the engineer over. Well, I was going to say, if you need help, Jeff, holler. Because oh, I, yeah. I have a little baby studio at my house, too. But, I, but, handy. I, but I don't have the cool acoustic tiles that you have i just bring extra laundry into the room <laughs> well somebody told me somebody is that funny yeah. that's awesome um well thank you i figured it out i actually cool. did figure it out but somebody told me they said you know don't you don't have to get like the fancy acoustic tile they said just go to like tractor supply and you can get like moving blankets and that'll perfect that'll do the job but I don't know. I thought about it. I'm like, I really don't want moving blankets hanging from my wall. Like, I, I have to look to at look it every nice. day. I kind of yeah. want it to look nice. So, yeah, that makes sense. I spent the extra money and got it done. But now I can do all my, I can play in there. I can do all my pretend game show announcing. And I bet that, and you're going to, that's when I want pictures of the cats. More right. reverb. When they're watching you in right. there doing, yeah, doing that. The cats exactly. Are just looking yeah. in the room. Yeah. What's dad doing? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's dad's in the closet again. <laughs> Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, it's 836. Passing showers into the afternoon. We'll see high temperatures in the mid-60s. Right now it's 64 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, there's a video online of two tortoises mating. They make the best sounds. Remember the one, the turtle making love to the shoe? Yes, that's our favorite. Talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. God bless you. Oh, my goodness. Bless you again. No. No. That's the cutest. I know. It really is. (laughs) So now there's... um, there's a video online of two tortoises mating, and the one on top keeps making a sound that sounds like, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. I love him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's what every lady wants to hear, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long does that last? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just keeps going on. God. Awesome. I triple dog everybody in this, triple dog dare everyone <gasps> in this room next time. To do that. Yep. Oh, the babe would love Just that. Just keep saying wow. If wow. that was my tortoise, I would name him Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh. Flippers and all. Wow. 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 How'd that affect you with guys? Wow. This is a nice boat. Wow. <laughs> right? Great. Amazing. Oh, he does say wow a lot. Yeah. Have you ever had to, like, had a conversation with a tortoise, or have you ever tried to have a conversation with a tortoise? I've talked to a tortoise before. Is a tortoise just a big turtle? Or is it on the land or something? Uh, sure. I, <laughs> he doesn't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know if a tortoise is to a turtle kind of like a toad is to a frog. That oh. they're very, very similar. But Same there are things fam? about them that are different that only you know turtle people know. Yeah. I'll just Google it. Turns out tortoises are very easily impressed. Third time to the zoo this week. <laughs> just hanging out here alone. <laughs> Aww. Carol left me. <laughs> My best friend, Mark. Yeah. Never saw it coming. <laughs> she cleared out the bank account and took the kids in the only car. But I still have my annual zoo pass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good times. Aww. That's the difference. Tortoises dwell on land while turtles live in water. No. Live mostly or nearby water. All so tortoises don't go in water? Tortoises dwell on land. They don't ever go swimming. <laughs> I never say never. Hmm. I'm sure they take a dip every now and then to clean themselves off. Well, now you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now what you need to do is combine the wow with the eh. Yes. Wow. Eh. There you go. That'll be my next project. <laughs> Turtle. <laughs> God bless you. That was a big one. <laughs> Fridge. This is so wrong on so many levels, but I don't know why we love it. I mean, these are turtles getting it on. Tortoises. We're twisted. Tortoises. That's why. Oh, my God. And Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 How'd that affect you with guys? Wow. This is a nice boat. Wow. Right? Great. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.